0: safe haven, away from all of the artificial bullshit going on out there, where we discuss what it means to live well, what it means to truly feel good, and how we can achieve those things. So thank you so much for being here, and let's get to this week's episode. everybody's having a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in. I know it's been a little while again. I do want to address kind of the things, the factors that are at play when it comes to me recording an episode. I think I've gotten clear on the fact that there's three things that affect whether or not I sit down and record an episode. Obviously, I'm not a full-time podcaster, although it is a priority for me. It's not my top priority, and I have a hard time navigating the guilt that I feel when I don't record, but I've gotten a little bit more clear on what affects that. So for me, it comes down to three things when I'm potentially recording an episode, and the first one is just life and how busy I am, what I have going on. The last few weeks have been crazy. I've started my event season, so hosting retreats out of town, which takes a lot of planning and energy. I've been in the process of bringing some people onto my teams in my businesses for support, so that's been taking a little bit of time, energy, and thought, but also very exciting because it is meant to lighten my load so that I will have more energy and more time available to do the things that I love, including this podcast. So life and just what's going on and how busy I am obviously plays a huge role in whether or not I'm able to sit down and record. The second thing that has an impact on that is my mood. Like I really do need to be in the right headspace to sit down and record. Um, I'm dealing with chronic fatigue, so a lot of times I simply don't have the energy or I don't feel like I'm in the right state of mind to sit down and record. I can do another episode on My journey with chronic fatigue and all the testing and things that I'm going through right now but that is a significant factor Um, and of course I'm a woman. I have PMS and sometimes I just don't feel like I'm in the right mindset to sit and share because I'm going to sound like a bitch. So there's those two things and then the third one to be honest is the weather. Like when the sun comes out I want to be outliving life. I don't want to be sitting in my house recording and editing. Full transparency over the summer. The episodes may not be weekly, but that was never really my intention. My intention is to give things to you guys as they feel important and when I really am excited about them. And so I don't think that committing to a weekly schedule is the most important thing to me, but I will continue to do episodes as it fits into my schedule and into my life. And I will talk about the things that I feel are really important when I feel they're important and I will get that to you as quickly as I can. So thank you everybody for your patience with the podcast and the inconsistency of the episodes. Lately, I do want to be more consistent, but I'm just doing my best. Life and shit. Okay, that's enough of that. So today's episode, we've been waiting on this one. A lot of people have asked me to record this. I get a lot of questions on this topic all the time, so I just wanted to... Create a centralized spot to address and answer these questions and also share my experience, my personal experience with microdosing psilocybin, aka mushrooms, aka magic mushrooms. Of course, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert. I'm not a scientist. I'm not even that smart. But this is my personal experience with microdosing psilocybin. So let's fucking do it. Let's go. So I feel like a good place to start with this journey of mine is just describing kind of my personality because it tends to be a certain type of person that is looking to benefit from microdosing. So myself, I've always like from birth been an anxious person person. I had separation anxiety as a toddler from my parents. I've always had chronic worry, like I've been a worrier my whole life. Um, I was diagnosed with OCD when I was young, probably around age eight, I think. And for me, it wasn't necessarily like the compulsive behaviors. I did have a little bit of that, but more so just like in a worry sense. Um, It was really just like the obsessive. Thinking and the overthinking and the inability to let things go, to dwell on things and to really get hung up on mostly worrying about things that never happened, which is crazy to think about the amount of energy that we waste doing that. But for me, I've always been that anxious, worried personality type and it has affected my life, certainly affected my relationships, very fearful, um, lack of ability to trust and just like go with the flow of life. Like that has never been something that I've been able to do. So for me, I have spent an astronomical amount of money my entire 20s. I was always investing so much money into supplements, things that were going to help me regulate my mood, regulate my emotions, really just feel better because I really never felt that good. I was constantly anxious Um, there was a lot of self-sabotage behaviors that went along with you know the the negative emotions that I was feeling and I was always looking for the solution like I was looking for the cure I often went to the doctor like a physician about these issues and the answer was they always seemed to give me two options I could either go on birth control to regulate my hormones or go on antidepressants to make me feel better, so they said. And I really never liked either of those options. Neither of them sounded like they made any sense whatsoever. Sometimes I would get to a low where I'd be willing to try it. There was two times in my life when I had a prescription for antidepressants, SSRIs, Both times I had horrible panic attacks and ended up at the hospital. So needless to say, those were not a great option or solution for me. Not saying that there's no value in antidepressants, not going to really speak on that. I know that there are massively helpful for some people. For me, it wasn't an option and I'm just the type of person that really always wants to get to the root of the issue and resolve it. I'm not one for band-aid solutions or anything that feels like a band-aid solution. I don't like to be reliant on anything. I don't like to take anything if I don't need to long term. So for me, I just always wanted to understand why I was feeling the way that I was feeling and I wanted to resolve it. I wanted to get to the root of the problem. I had tried every single supplement and adaptogen and recommendation from naturopaths, every single thing that was meant to reduce anxiety, help improve mood. Nothing ever helped. Nothing ever even made a slight difference for me. I was always just the same person. I wasn't like a miserable person, but I've always been kind of an irritable person. I've... Worried a lot. I've been an anxious person and for me anxiety often shows up as irritability So I see that in myself and I see that in other people sometimes Anxiety can manifest in different ways, but for me like when I'm feeling anxious I get really snappy and really like just tunnel vision and it really impedes my ability to be compassionate of the people around me So I tried so many different things, I had done quite a bit of therapy but I was still finding myself to be really reactive, have really strong emotions, have a hard time regulating that and it was affecting my life. Towards the end of my 20s people started to suggest microdosing mushrooms to me as a solution for anxiety and depression and I was really really resistant to the idea for a couple reasons. um, I avoided drugs all through high school and like my teenage years in my 20s, especially psychedelics, because I knew that I did have this super powerful mind. Like when it put me into a spiral of worry or shame or any of those negative emotions, like it was a deep dark hole and it's hard to get out of those things and I knew for myself specifically because I was so reactive because I had such strong negative emotions when they came up I was scared of mind altering drugs because if it were to be a bad experience I knew that it would be a really bad experience and it would be really hard to get myself out of that mindset and that state So I always avoided those types of drugs. I did a bit of MDMA and whatever, like at music festivals and stuff during my 20s. I've never done cocaine. Um, I smoked tons of weed, like when I was younger. And ever since I stopped smoking weed, even cannabis causes me horrible, paralyzing anxiety, paranoia, and panic attacks now. So I've just always been really, really careful about anything mind altering because I know that I have a tendency to fall into these rabbit holes. So when people would suggest microdosing psilocybin, I would be really curious, but I was honestly really scared. And I know that that's a really common theme. I know that people are really nervous or unsure or uncertain. And I totally get that because I was, (laughs) I'm a skeptic about everything, but I was pretty skeptical. I didn't think it was going to work for me. I was worried that it was going to have negative side effects or, you know, I was never going to be the same or it was going to change my brain in some way which i mean i guess it has but in only the most amazing positive ways so eventually after enough people suggested it to me um, i was working with a coach at the time who had gotten to know me quite well and she had been suggesting all of these strategies to kind of interrupt negative emotional patterns such as cold showers and meditation and all of those things that I had tried I've tried everything and I was at a point where I was feeling so defeated nothing was working for me nothing was changing these behaviors and so she said to me very honestly like I know what you need and you're gonna have to trust me on this but like You have a very strong, powerful mind, and we have to go to the next level. Cold showers are not enough, and I promise you that it's going to be life-changing. Just trust me. And I also had a couple of my close friends who had been microdosing and seeing really positive benefits from it. So I guess I just got to that threshold of suffering like we all need to. We're only able to make changes when we're ready, and you have to get to that Threshold of pain where you're ready to try something differently. And I had gotten to that point in the past, and that's when I would try giving antidepressants a try with very negative outcome for me. So I got to the point where I was ready to try microdosing. It was around the exact same time that I went through a breakup in 2020. So I was at a breaking point and I was ready to try something new. And I started out with a really small dose because I was really nervous. The first time I microdosed, So we ordered capsules of 50 milligrams, which really is nothing. I think an actual microdose dosage is anywhere between 100 to 300 milligrams technically. So we weren't even doing a microdose. I had one of my best friends starting the microdose journey with me, which I feel like was really helpful because neither of us really knew what to expect. So we started out with a tiny, tiny, like a half microdose each. We were living, me and my best friend were living together at the time. So we both did it. And I was really nervous and I was trying not to get in my head about it. And we were just watching TV. And then I decided to go for a walk. I went for a long walk and I felt pretty normal. And I was, you know, halfway through my walk or whatever. And it was a sunny evening. And all of a sudden, like I was, you know, just walking and thinking and reflecting. And all of a sudden, I just felt different like I just felt so calm which is crazy because it was such a small dose but I also am really really hypersensitive like as you can tell like with the with the antidepressants like my body is very uh hypersensitive to everything I will react to like the smallest bits of everything my body is very I'm very like attuned to my body as well like when I take antibiotics I can feel all the different ways that I'm that my body is reacting and I'm feeling different just kind of hyper aware of what's going on in my body usually. So although it was like such a tiny dose, all of a sudden I was walking and I just felt like, whoa, I just feel so calm. I just feel like myself, like just myself without all of the fear and all of the worry and the overthinking that I usually carry with me. I was like, just in this peaceful spot of clarity and comfort. And I just felt like oh, this is me. This is me without all of that negative emotion and energy that I usually have to haul around with me like this is just me. So I wasn't, you know, nothing massive changed. And if you weren't paying attention or looking for it, you probably wouldn't feel any different at all, especially with a dose that small. And that's one of the most common questions that I get is there is a misconception about microdosing and the purpose of microdosing and taking these small, small dosages anywhere from 0.1 to 0.3 of a gram of mushrooms. You're not meant to be high. If you're getting high, that's not microdosing. That would be more like a macrodose and that would be more like just doing mushrooms. The idea of a microdose is you're not getting high at all you're really not supposed to feel any different. You're taking such a small dose that the psilocybin can go in and work its magic, (laughs) no pun intended, but it can do what it needs to do in the brain without you really noticing any change in behavior or your state. For me... After that day of taking 50 milligrams, I took 100, and then I worked my way up to a microdose of, I think, 250 last summer. And now I'll take, I would take anywhere between 100 and 250 milligrams, depending on what I was doing. Because I'm sensitive, if I take anything above, like, 200, I do feel a little bit different. I'm definitely not high, Well, it might be, sometimes I'm a little high. It really depends on a lot of things. Like if you have nothing in your stomach, I find if I have nothing in my stomach and I haven't eaten properly and then I take a microdose, some days I will feel a little like, whoa, like, uh uh-huh. Just like out of it in a very subtle, a very minor way. I've never been able to not work or not drive or anything like that. It's very safe. Um, You're able to function. You're able to work. You're able to take care of your family. If anything, you might just notice a bit of like a good mood, really. Like things are a little bit funnier. Sometimes colors will be a little more vibrant. I love to do a microdose when I'm going to be out in nature, whether I'm walking or hiking, because everything just looks a little bit more vibrant and a little bit crazier. And it's a really great experience, to be honest. So after that first time, I started microdosing There's a lot of schedules you can subscribe to when it comes to microdosing. At the beginning, I think we were doing one day on, one day off, one day on, one day off. And then I switched to doing three days on, four days off. So really, you can microdose in any schedule that you want as long as you're not microdosing every day because then you'll build a tolerance and it won't be the same and you don't want that to happen. So I think what most people agree with is that you should at least have three days during the week where you're not microdosing whatever three days works for you and then three four days a week you can microdose and you can spread that out in any way that works for your schedule so for me i was microdosing three or four days a week i mean it was still covid so i had a lot of time on my hands And I would microdose and go for long walks in nature. I found really powerful was microdosing and then listening to an audiobook or a podcast. I started to find that it just had me reflecting on things in a deeper, more meaningful way and really going deep into my thoughts and my feelings and my emotions. And because I was going through a breakup, um, it was such a powerful tool I was in so much resistance around the breakup when I first started to microdose, and it really helped me just come into a place of acceptance. That's a big piece of what the journey has looked like for me. I just was always in resistance to everything, and I was a control freak. I mean, I still am, but I'm so much better now. I'm able to take a step back and just embrace radical acceptance in almost any scenario, and microdosing has been a massive part of that. For me, I'm not able to speak just to the effects of microdosing independently because I am so passionate about personal development. I'm always reading. I'm always learning. I've done a lot of therapy and I was doing group therapy, CBT, DBT, and working one-on-one with a therapist as well last year during my microdosing experience at the beginning. So I can't say that microdosing has been responsible for all of the positive changes, but it definitely has been such a powerful tool for helping me to go a little bit deeper, helping me to release the anxiety and the fear and the need to control and resist and just kind of come into a place of peace and acceptance and to feel better all the time. I feel like I've reached a place where I'm calmer and able to just go with the flow with life so much more than I've ever been able to in the past. So I started microdosing in May 2020, and I still microdose pretty regularly. I have taken like a few weeks off here or there, but overall I've been pretty consistently microdosing anywhere from once to three, four times a week over the last year and a bit. I guess it's been almost exactly a year now. And overall, the benefits that I've seen are... Just an improved mood. Like the only way that I can describe what it does to you long-term effects are it just raises your vibration. You're happier. You're more joyful. Things are funnier. I'm already really funny. I don't know if you guys can tell, but like I'm funnier. (laughs) I'm funnier now and I'm funnier on the days that I microdose. Like everything just has this like humor about it. Um, Everything is just lighter. I feel like my anxiety Dissolved over that first two, three months of microdosing consistently, I was able to return to myself and just be myself. My confidence is much higher. I'm not afraid to be myself. I've come into this place of like radical self acceptance over the past year, for sure. And I think that just like quarantine and lockdown and all of that stuff helped me come back to myself too. But I find it's really helped to ground me and to just be sure of myself and to speak without fear and to be myself without fear and to share my opinions not that I ever had a problem sharing my opinion but just to have the confidence and to question myself less and have less anxiety and fear and worry around that and around everything microdosing is meant to help you be creative and over the past year being self-employed and entrepreneurial for the first time in my life I have found that Sometimes it will help me get into a better creative flow. Sometimes it can help with my focus. Sometimes it can not help with my focus. And I have heard that in the past. There's lots of articles on Google about microdosing um, and how they use it in Silicon Valley and how all of the super creatives and tech people use it for um, stimulating creativity. And I've read there that it can either help or hinder focus. I don't know if it depends on the person or it depends on the day, but mushrooms are one of those things that amplify what's already happening for you. That's what I was told going into my microdosing journey, and I have seen that in myself. So it tends to amplify the emotions that you have currently, and it can make things more intense. So for that reason, you're meant to avoid doing any type of microdose when you're already feeling like anxious or depressed. Like it's not really gonna turn that around for you necessarily, but doing it on the days where you feel neutral can really raise your vibration. And then over time, that can kind of recalibrate you and bring you up and into a more stable place. I could ramble about this for the rest of my life, but I want to start to get into some of the questions that you guys submitted about microdosing and to make sure that you're getting the info that you're after when it comes to microdosing. I know I had so many questions and there are lots of really awesome resources available online, but I feel like the best way to learn is from someone's firsthand experience. So the first question that I'm seeing when I open this is, do you take them when you're already feeling low, blue, or emo? And my answer to that question, which I just mentioned, is no. I won't take anything on those days. I'll just stay with myself and use my other tools to bring my mood up and to support myself, things like meditation, journaling, doing the things that make me feel happy, getting outside, getting my workout in, being around friends. But no, I won't microdose on those days, because I know that's just going to amplify that energy that I'm already in. And I don't want to feel more sad or more emotional. So I will intentionally not microdose on days where I'm not feeling very good. And I think that's a pretty common shared belief. I think the main question that I received was how much and how often. So I already went over kind of how I started. I started with a small dose and I worked my way up. And towards the end of last summer, I was like taking 250, 300 milligrams um, a few times a week or less than that sometimes. But now I've been taking 150 milligrams and I do it two to three days a week. So it's a smaller microdose. It's barely noticeable. And I'll do it two to three days a week. I try and do it on days when I don't have too much to do, on the days that are a little bit more chill. I don't want to have to be in the gym with like back-to-back clients because sometimes it can make it a little bit hard to focus. I feel like it can make me a little bit scatterbrained. So I really like to do it when I can just relax and enjoy myself on days when I'm hiking or days when I'm just working from home or I'm alone. I find those are the better days for me to get my microdosing in. Another question was, do I take breaks? And I have, like I mentioned, I have taken a couple breaks. I think I've stopped for three weeks and then for four weeks, not for any real reason. I think I just felt like it was time to take a break. The second time I took a break, I did feel like I was getting a little like loopy and feeling a little bit um, out of it. So I just wanted to give myself a a chance to recalibrate and the first time I took a break I think I took a break because I just wanted to see how these effects would last so it was after microdosing consistently for five or six months and I took about three weeks off and I wanted to see how I felt and I really did see those effects continue even when I wasn't consistently microdosing Um, and then after a few weeks I started again. A lot of questions came in that were asking about, like, what was the best part of my trip and, like, would I do it again? And that's just highlighting, like, the confusion that there is around microdosing. There's no trip. I've actually never – I've still never, like, macrodosed mushrooms or, like, done a proper journey. So this is not a trip. Microdosing, you do not get high. You're not tripping out. You're not (laughs) seeing shit You're really just like feeling normal. You might feel a little happier, a little bit higher vibe. We're not tripping here. That's not what we're talking about. (laughs) We can talk about that on another episode. But no trip. There's no favorite part of the trip. You're not tripping. And I want to make that so clear because I think that's something that's holding people back from trying this. And as someone who tried so many fucking things and had zero relief, from all of the natural supplements, all of the adaptogens, all of the many, many things that I tried. Wasn't seeing a lot of behavioral change from all of the therapy that I was doing, terrible reactions to antidepressants. So knowing the results that I had from a natural remedy to anxiety and depression, I want to make it so clear that you're not getting high. There's nothing to be afraid of. You feel normal. You might feel a little better. But just starting with a small microdose, there's nothing to be afraid of. And so to answer the part of the question that says, would I do it again? Like, yeah, I do it all the time, three, four days a week. I'll do it tomorrow, maybe later today. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love the feeling of just, like, being connected. And some people don't enjoy it as much as I I do because they don't like to think deeply and reflect deeply but I'm just like a I'm someone who loves to reflect and get in my own head and go deep and understand things and have realizations so for me it's my favorite thing those are my favorite days another question that I got a lot of was what strain and I think that I've been using primarily golden teacher I started out with a local company called West Coast Microdose and I'll tell you that I really liked that brand because different dosage options were available and it's one of the only companies that has a smaller dose. That company does offer the 50 milligram capsules, which I really liked at the beginning, especially because I would order the 50 and the 100. So I had the option to do 50... 100 150 200 250 that made me really comfortable because I had that flexibility to really cater the dosage to like what I felt like I needed as I was starting out my journey so I highly recommend that after that company I had a company from Toronto gift me a bunch um their company is called shit I can't remember what that company is called for the life of me and I can't find it they are based in Toronto and they have really good branding. Like it was, they have like really witty branding. I really liked um, the different dosages that they had. I can't remember any of the details. I'll have to update the notes of this episode when I remember. And then, thirdly, I tried, or I, actually, I want to give away for another local company based out of Kitsilano. Um, called soul treats and I really enjoyed the dosage they only have one dosage 150 milligrams and I've stuck with them for the past several months Um, I just really like their branding Um, I always want to support local and it just worked really well for me so I've been using those but there's tons of companies popping up all the time with really great products a lot of the capsules are blended with other um, neurotropic or adaptogenic ingredients that are meant to give you, um, you know, increased mental focus or whatever that might be. So different blends for different goals. It is a capsule. Most times microdosing is super easy. You can just get the capsule of your choice at whatever dosage and you just take it in the morning and go about your day as usual. And Soul Treats is 150 milligrams of Golden Teacher. So that's the psilocybin, the magic mushrooms. It's a blend of ashwagandha, which is really great for regulating and soothing the nervous system so it can help with anxiety. There's lion's mane mushrooms in the blend as well. Which is also really good for anxiety and cognitive function. And then there is also Ginseng which is great for mental focus clarity and energy. So it's a really well-rounded blend I've really been loving them and on top of that. They're really cute capsules all rainbow colors And, <laughs> and I really like their packaging and their branding as well And like I said, I always want to support as local as possible So I'll give you guys the link for that and I also do have a code that you can use if you're shopping with them to save you a little bit of money because we all like that. A really good question that somebody asked is what feels different compared to pharmaceutical drugs versus microdosing? And I mean, when it comes to my experience with antidepressants, it does the complete opposite. The antidepressants would send me into a spiral of panic um, last time I tried to take an antidepressant, I went had such a severe panic attack that I was losing oxygen and consciousness, and I had to go to the hospital to essentially be sedated because I was, like, losing it. So my experience with pharmaceuticals, I stay away from even antibiotics and really anything. I try and do everything as naturally as possible. So for me, my experience with mushrooms has just been so positive. I've felt you know, only positive effects from it. There have been days where I do feel a small creeping anxiety come in as I start to feel my microdose kick in. If Sometimes if I've taken maybe a little bit too much, but it's very brief and it's very subtle and I know and I trust now that when I feel that come up, it always passes within 10-15 minutes. So I just breathe and then I always feel so, so good within a short amount of time. So I know that if I do ever feel any anxiety or panic coming up, it's only brief and it passes and then the benefits of the the good feeling that follows is so worth it. Versus my experience with taking those SSRIs where it was just an absolute disaster and it took me days to rebound from that. When it comes to side effects of microdosing versus side effects of pharmaceuticals, the only side effects that I'm aware of, sometimes I feel hot Sometimes I feel really thirsty after I've taken a microdose so I'm aware of that obviously I exercise often and I'm really aware of my body so I find that my body temperature does go up slightly and I can be a little bit dehydrated feeling after taking a microdose but I'm just aware of that and I always make sure to be extra hydrated. After a couple of months of microdosing, I did notice that I was seeing some black floaty things in my vision. And I was concerned about it, and I went to the doctor, the eye doctor, about it. And it turns out that those floaters are normal. And what happens, I think, is when you take mushrooms, it can enhance your vision a little bit. It is creating more neural pathways and more activity in your brain. You're waking up parts of your brain that were previously asleep when you're microdosing. So we actually always have those floaters in our eyes. And our brain just learns how to ignore them over time so that we can optimize our vision. But because you're waking up different parts of your brain and your vision is essentially getting a little bit sharper you can sometimes see those and it's nothing to be concerned about as far as I know. I've never talked to anybody who had that same symptom but I went to the eye doctor it was nothing to be worried about and it really just is a side effect of waking up parts of your brain and having more brain activity than usual. Somebody asked if there's a such thing as doing too much and I mean... Yeah, you're going to get high if you do too much. You're going to trip out if you do too much. But I just recommend starting off with a really, really small dose and then gradually working your way up. If you're being really conservative about it, the worst thing that's going to happen to you is you're going to get really giggly and things might seem a little bit brighter and more vibrant in my experience. But nothing to really be fearful of as long as you're not jumping your dose up or being reckless, I think that it's really quite difficult to have a bad experience. So really what we're doing when we're microdosing is rewiring the brain. They've done research that shows that your brain activity is so much greater and you're using parts of your brain, making connections that we don't normally have, so our capability to to think and reflect and to create becomes that much greater. I've heard people say things like it makes them more able to enjoy playing with their children or it makes them more excited about life, more optimistic. And I definitely agree with all of those things. But when it comes to trying to summarize what it does for you, like it really raises your vibration, all of our emotions that we experience on a day-to-day basis, they all have a vibration there's an emotional scale that was created and fear is at the bottom and love is at the top and really what we want to feel all the time are the positive emotions like unconditional love gratitude joy that's when we feel good by microdosing, you're able to raise your vibration so that you're spending more time in those higher vibration emotions like love and appreciation versus the lower vibration emotions like worry fear Jealousy, resentment, anger. Those are the things that make us feel like shit and we want to avoid. So, microdosing is a really powerful way to help us be able to access those higher vibration emotions to feel better, to experience more compassion, more gratitude, and for things to just feel easier. And I think it's such an important topic as well because it is so powerful and it's a natural way to improve the way that we feel. We don't have to rely on big pharma and all of these drugs to bring us back to ourselves. Those things are more band-aids, whereas this, instead of altering the way that we feel, we're really just coming back to ourselves by using plant medicine and natural remedies like psilocybin. I've never felt more like myself. I've never felt more calm. It's like you're removing the layers of fear and conditioning and all the things that prevent us from being who we are. We're washing all that away so that we can just be ourselves as opposed to taking something that changes us and we become reliant on that. To try and feel better, which most often I don't find that people really do feel better when they're taking those things. And not only are they not necessarily effective, but they often come with a lot of really unpleasant side effects and risks. I always opt for everything as natural as possible. And my only regret with microdosing mushrooms is that I didn't start sooner because it has brought me so much peace, so much joy. The ability to just release and let go of the control that I felt like I needed to have over my life, over the people in my life, and just over the world in general, which is an illusion anyway, right? We don't actually have certainty. We never have control. Everything is going to unfold the way that it's going to unfold. And being able to see that and accept that has been so rewarding for me. And I feel like it just connects you back to that deep compassion and loving emotions and being able to be a little bit more of a gentle person, connect you to that unconditional love that we all have within us. I often find that I'll like see an animal or a child or something out in the world and I just have this like softness around it and that connectedness to like the the oneness you just feel more connected more grounded you have deeper appreciation and more compassion and you're able to feel your feelings more and that's so important because we need to be able to process and release our emotions instead of constantly avoiding deflecting and pretending that we're not experiencing the emotions that we're experiencing because those things stay with us and they manifest in our physical body and in our lives and in our emotions. So it's a really important thing to be able to do is to connect to yourself to be able to move forward. So really to summarize, I just feel like it has changed my life in all the best ways. It has allowed me to get into the flow of life accept what the universe has going on. I don't know if I would have been able to accomplish what I've accomplished in the last year without this tool. It's hard to say, but it definitely has propelled me forward. It's almost as if all of the hard work that I had done, all the therapy that I had done, all the personal development work I had done, it allowed all of that to finally integrate and for me to see the benefits of all the hard work that I had done because I was able to relax into myself and into life instead of always fighting, always fighting to control, to resist, always living in fear, always living in worry, always living in an anxious manner, I was able to let go of that so that all of the good things that I wanted were able to finally manifest for me. I feel like it gave me the confidence and the ability to just be myself unapologetically. I believe it gave me the courage to take risks and to go after what I wanted. Because the fear of failure and the fear of judgment, those things were less pervasive and it created space for me to do things that I really wanted to do and and to really just fucking go for it and to learn who I really am and what I really like and what I wanted to do and just to be my authentic self and figure out what that even looked like because sometimes we get lost in all the comparison and the self-judgment and judging others that we lose sight of who we really are and what we actually want. I think this past year has given me the opportunity to really just learn how to be me without worrying about it, without worrying about what that looks like to other people or what it might mean if I fail or if I fuck something up. I've learned to just trust and to move forward and to chase the things that excite me and that I'm most passionate about. It really is just a newfound trust in myself and trust in the universe and the ability to let go. It has been an absolute game changer for me in terms of my mental health, in terms of my ability to regulate my mood. I feel like I'm more able to enjoy my life. I'm more able to be present. I think it has done massive things in my meditation practice and my ability to connect within to journal, all of that stuff. It just enriches that ability to reflect and connect with yourself, to feel connected to other people to stay in those positive emotions. It's so much easier to have compassion for yourself and for other people, to be grateful, to show love, and to let the hard emotions go. They still come up. Don't get me wrong. I have bad fucking days, and I'm still the same person that I was, but it's easier for me to come back to center. I still get triggered, and I still react, but I am better able to reflect and to be accountable for my behavior and to hold space for myself and for other people because my baseline is a little bit higher, my vibration is higher, and my my mind is more open. For myself, I feel like it helped to break down my ego a little bit. I mean, I know that that's a never-ending journey. It helped me to see things a little bit differently and to go a little bit deeper and to shift my perspective on a lot of things. So Overall, it's been such an amazing experience for me. I can't talk enough about how it's helped me to finally shift all the things that I had worked for so many years on shifting. And it's natural. I mean, it's it just makes sense to me. I think that over the next few years, it's going to become more and more normalized. And we're going to see it have a similar path as cannabis did, where it becomes a solution to so many problems and a natural alternative to the medical system that we are used to where we really just are throwing band-aid over top of band-aid over top of band-aid. This is actually going in to the source and healing us and helping us on our journeys and connecting us and resolving the problem. I want to be really clear that this is just my personal experience and I'm not recommending or diagnosing or suggesting that I have a cure for anything but it is something that I personally have explored and a lot of people in my life have explored with very positive benefits So if you do have any questions, you want to chat about this, it's always something that I'm open to having a conversation about. Or if you want to get started, I'm happy to kind of be there for you and hold space for you while you begin your journey. I know that a lot of people have reached out to me on social media over the last six to 12 months and have tried it and have had a really positive experience as well. So I think it's amazing. I think the more people are open to trying different things. And the more that we can start to shift and awaken as a collective, really amazing things can happen. I hope that this episode has been valuable for you guys if you do have any questions that I haven't answered please message me and I'm always happy to talk about my own experience and answer any questions to the best of my ability I'm not a super scientific person so I'm not able to give you too much information when it comes to what exactly is going on in the brain when we do microdose but but all I can say is it worked for me I've never felt better in my entire life my mental health has never been better and I'm so glad that I took the risk and got out of my comfort zone and just finally tried it because it changed everything I will add some links down below in the episode notes to some really awesome resources where you can continue to educate yourself and do some research on the possible benefits of microdosing. And I will also include the link to soul treats if you wanna check that out. I'm also planning to start microdosing something new. I'm gonna be experimenting with San Pedro, which is a type of mescaline that is meant to have similar benefits. So I will keep y'all posted on that. Thank you for your patience on this episode. I know it took me longer than expected to get this info to you, but I hope that it was worth the wait. Don't hesitate to reach out to me, whether you know me or you don't know me. I'm always happy to talk about this. I'm happy to share my opinion and my perspective and answer any other questions that you might have. So reach out. Don't be shy. Again, I hope this was helpful and I will talk to you guys very soon.